welcome back to Castle Comms. Once again, I am the 8-Bit Nobody, and today we have a treat. Today we have the Prince of Push. We have Silverback Gods. Silver, the floor is yours. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Mike was... So how are you doing today, man? Yeah. I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing great. It's a nice Sunday, not working, can't complain, football's on TV. Like, what more could somebody ask for? Not much. Exactly. Not much. So, tell us a little bit about your journey in content creation. Have you always been a console gamer, PC gamer, like, or was it just a combination of the two growing up? Um, started off on Nintendo, first Nintendo, Duck Hunt Mario, uh, always was a console. Classics. And just switched, um... I switched to PC 14 years ago, and PC took a dump. Then I went back to console. It was cheaper for me. Understandable. So during that span of time, what was your favorite game growing up? Were you like a hardcore like Mortal Kombat player? Were you into Half-Life on PC? Did you have a game that stood out for you? My favorite game of all time would have been um, back then, GoldenEye. Uh, Ever played Half Life? Classic. Yeah, but I did play. Goldeneye was an amazing yeah. game. Did you love all the weird game modes on there, like Paintball and Big Heads and all that other for the yes, multiplayer? All of it. All of it. I'm a, I'm real big on multiplayer. Not a not a single player kind of guy. Oh, totally. And um, that was a great multiplayer game. You get all your friends together and you can play in the split screen. And there's always that one guy who picks odd job, but you can never shoot. <laughs> oh man, right? Classic. Those are the guys you got to crouch for. Oh, absolutely. So, do you still love the PC? Because I know you said you went back to PC or console because uh, PC took a dump. So, did you ever make the transition back to console or did you just stay on? I mean, did you ever just stay on PC? Um, a little tongue tied there. I, a little before uh, Fortnite came out, I was on console from 2012 to 2017. Okay. And um, ended up losing my job so i bought a pc started streaming and then how long have you been streaming for um i started on console in like in the 2018 say on mixer and do you have like a pretty consistent streaming schedule or is it kind of like uh not so consistent but still there it it was it was never consistent uh i take that back it was consistent when i lived in california it was consistent and then I moved to Texas, and I had to um, I had to put everything away. So ended up ended up streaming whenever I got on. But so from someone who's experienced both Texas and California, I have to ask the age-old question: Which do you prefer, Whataburger or In-N-Out Burger? Yo, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna say Whataburger. Is that just because of the selection is much larger at Whataburger? No, it's it's not actually larger. There's a there's a secret uh like they have different menus that's not in front of you. Oh yeah, like or, the animal yeah. fries and the animal yeah. burger and the double yeah. stack like and the, all that good stuff. Not like here. the like the protein packs, but I I just don't like their their food. I've never liked In and Out. I was never a fan. Right. Some people just want to raise. Everyone's a little different. No, I feel you on that. Like when I was in Texas, what a burger! It was good, but it just never hit that scratch. You know, I never fit that need. See, and I, see from Cali, I'm, I like Master Burger. Ooh. That's that's you got you got to go to like 
like the not so good area to get this burger. That's a little down south, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's more uh, not really uh, on the west side, I'd say. Okay. The west side. Nice. But um, um, there was there was only like three of them. I want to say one was right where Nipsey Hussle um was shot in that that little little area where he was shot at. Well, all of them there in gang gang areas, like gang infested areas. Right. But the burgers, the burgers was was uh worth the, the patties, risk. Yeah, the patties were about a pound and a half for for just a burger. Right. And it'd be like it'd be like the same price for uh, number one at no. So for and a California kid always... that transitioned to Texas, were you blown away with the amount of brisket that is in that state? Um, not the they brisket. I would, they they promoted everywhere. It was the Texas Twinkies that got me. It was a Texas Twinkie. And can you describe what a Texas Twinkie is for the guys at home? Because oh my god, okay. So I love jalapeno poppers, but a Texas Twinkie is a jalapeno popper on steroids. <laughs> it has it ha, instead of um just cheese. It had it's it's a jalapeno above jalapeno. Wrapped in brisket and um, double wrapped with bacon. It's a um, it's a different. It's a, like a thick cured bacon. Oh my god! That sounds it, amazing. It's, it's amazing. So, yeah, did you amazing. relocate to Texas for work, for family, or just for change of scenery? I relocated for work, and um, <laughs> when I got here, I didn't get the job. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, so it did. Family was like, "Oh, it'd be okay. You know, you can get another job. You can start over, start fresh. You don't have to worry about gangs or somebody saying they know you from somewhere." Right. I was like, all right, well, you don't have to worry right. about somebody randomly pulling up because you're brand yeah. new. It's a brand new, fresh start. Yeah, but that didn't work. It took like a week. Nice. It was like a week later. Somebody's like, "Hey, I know you." I was like, "No, you don't. I'm not from Texas." It's a small yeah, world. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, tell me about it. He knew. He knew me. He knew my name and everything. That's crazy. And I was just like, oh, so, what part of Texas are you residing You're in? Austin, San Antonio, uh, Houston. What part? Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Dallas. The one major city I didn't name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Most people name it. Most people are like, oh, Dallas, and it's just like, you. It's. It's just. It's different. I've never been to Houston. I've never been to any other part of Texas. Because it's so, except for wherever Soul Bernal's from, and that that was, that was like it took a year to get there. Soul, the king of barbecue, but we'll touch on that in a little bit. So, getting back to content creation, you have a very unique monitor, which is Push. What would you, how would you describe where Push came from, and could you describe to the people at home what Push is? Push stands for persist until something happens. Um, Push came when I came to Texas. I was um I couldn't have my setup so I was streaming on Mixer with uh with my Xbox so I didn't have my PC but I did have it here but I couldn't use it and um I was streaming with a TV tray um uh, my Xbox and a uh, monitor and my webcam and as I'm streaming uh we live in my aunt's house it was me my sister brother wife kids and it's um the the internet went up the internet was a little too high and they were like oh it's because you're streaming you're streaming and i'm like no it can't be because of me 
and they were like, oh, you need to stop streaming. You're not making any money. You're streaming every every couple days, and it's it's uh, running the internet up. And I'm like, what? Not even. I ended up getting affiliate. I ended up getting affiliate, and I got a donation for my little brother that's in California. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Look at this. Look at this. You know, I made money. How much money are you making watching TV? Nothing. You know, I made I made something. Isn't that and first he, one feel like amazing? Yeah, oh, amazing. And um, we ended up moving out after that. Like a week later, I ended up moving out and I ended up making a TikTok video. It was guys, yo, you have people that ridicule you. I had people that told me um, in California when I first started streaming, yo, you're too old for that. You know, stick to your day job. Don't do that. Don't waste your time. But um, streaming was put on to me by my cousin who actually um, is big on YouTube. He's like, bro, this is something for you. Check it out. Get into it. Learn it. So when I moved into my place, our place in Texas, um, I set my walk-in closet up as my streaming studio. Nice. And it was looking real good. And then um, I went from 46 followers um, on TikTok. I found TikTok, and I'm like, all right, cool. There was a guy named Josh Checks. I saw his video, and he was selling how people were selling him not to stream, not to do it. And he blew up. And I was like, yo, I'm going through that same thing right now. Yo, I'm about to go ahead and um, put it out there. And I was sitting there and I saw a quote and it was uh, pray until something happens. And then I was like, yo, push, persist until something happens, you know, because even though I was streaming from a, you know, a monitor, I mean, a monitor TV tray and an Xbox, told I couldn't do it, told I wasn't going to get a place before um, someone else. And we ended up moving out and getting a place. And we haven't been, we've been in it since uh, 2019. I was like, yeah, this is, this is the movement, man. I can't give up because we've been going. And a lot of people resonated with that video because I've been told by family, friends, and I lost a friend, um, a friendship over Warzone for 18, 18 years of playing Call of Duty together. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, you'll never make it without me because he was my, um, he was my writer for my content. Right. And he, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to put it out there, put it in the universe, and I'm going to let y'all know when I make this video and we come back to it, I'm going to be better than I was. And when I put it out there, it blew up and took off. Right. That's a lot a, of people resonated with it. That's a rough thing to hear from somebody you've had a relationship for 18 years, too. Like, I must yeah. have been like kind of shaking in one way. I'd be like, whoa, dude. Like, I didn't know our relationship I, was like I, that. It, 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 um, I lost his friendship and then we had a community together that we vibe with and game with every day for 18 years. And all of them was just looking at me like, wow. Until I proved his uh, theory wrong. It was over. He thought I team killed him in, in, um, what was that? What's that game mode in Warzone? You get the cash. Plunder. Plunder. And I'm, I'm like, bro, you can't team kill. So he he had convinced everybody that I team killed him, and I edited a video and was like, "Look, there's the footage. Can't even team kill in the game." And even but, um, if you did team kill him, like that's a that's a very minute thing to hold over somebody. It, you know? it, was, it was just so petty. I was just like, "All right, cool. I, I, it, it's all right." But I, I felt it was it wasn't that. I felt it was it was something underneath it, that. It was something bigger. Yeah, something it, it underlying. Had to do with, it had to do with us the way we were growing as content creators. 
it wasn't it wasn't together right and I, and I felt he was just upset. That's the unfortunate thing is sometimes the friendships you make, you grow apart. Like somebody wants to make a certain kind of content that you might not be into. And that's totally okay. You know, we're all individuals. We're all different people. We all have our own paths. It's just one of those things. Yeah, it happens. It happens. In, you know, not everybody's you know, meant to be in your circle. Oh, 100%. And that's why the push moniker is so great because it's just it fits just about everybody's current situation. Like, no matter where you are, if you're making content, you have to put in that effort. You have to be consistent if you want to see anything from it, whether it be follows, subs, you know, sponsorships, anything like that. It didn't just happen overnight unless you have, like, some crazy name associated with you. Like, your last name's Kardashian and you log in. It's, it's like Twitch, so probably something's yeah. going to happen. But <laughs> most people don't have such blessing, you know? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your content. Like, how would you? Because I saw this video on your on your wall, and I loved it. Well, how would you describe content? Like, what is your definition for content? It's um, <laughs> that. My, I describe content as whatever you feel that you're trying to portray in your videos, and and have the people see you that way. Because a lot of people is like, oh. I got to make this like, I got to make a video like this or an audio or a clip this certain way because this person did it. Right. And it's not about that. I feel your video, your content should be about you because the people want to know who you are and what you represent. And then whatever comes in between is a byproduct because I stopped playing Warzone. I don't, and a lot of people are like, oh, you don't play Warzone? No, I've been focusing on helping smaller content creators. But um, content to me is just your perception of what you're trying to um, put out there. And it uh, is audio, video, clips, whatever. Um, right. Even, Art, uh, emotes, whatever somebody yeah, can Whatever do. you're trying to, yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever you, you have going on in your life and you're trying to bring it to the public, right. it, that, that's, that's content. See, I love that definition because I see in a lot of people that when they make content, it feels like they're trying to be somebody other than themselves. Like, oh, I'm trying to be Stone Mountain or I'm trying to be, you know, <laughs> Dr. Disrespect or I'm trying to be PewDiePie or whoever. You name anyone who's really made in this industry. It seems like people try to fit like, well, they do this. They use this kind of voice, A, B, and C. If I use this and it will work and I'll blow up. But just because you do that and once say it does work. When you actually make content that's your content, that's your own personal voice, people might not like that because they came to the show for somebody else's voice. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. And it's just like my whole personal thing is you make content for you, and if other people like it, awesome. If they don't like it, then they probably weren't going to mess with you anyway. Big facts. I, I, I speak about that all the time. I, speak, I, I even praise people that unfollow me. I praise people that have fallen. You wasn't ready to be a part of the community. Right. Right. And it's, that's not a negative thing. It's not a positive thing. It's just we all have different pathways. We all have different tastes. And if you, somebody's not your taste or other ways around, then it's better to not fake it. You know, you don't have to lie yeah. to kick it in somebody's stream. Yeah. True. True. So that. for somebody who's spent a long time building up their community and building up everything, like what is your favorite thing about having a community when you turn on and you go live? The real ones. That's the favorite thing. The real ones. I. It's not about. It's not about gifts or anything. Subs. It's about really connecting with people, and I could be like, "Yo, I can. I can holler at you offline the same way I can when I go live." Exactly. Because I know you. Because it's a. It's a family thing. 
It's a family thing. And then, have you met any of your followers or viewers in real life? Um, I met a couple. Sobernal, Drewski. Um, we had two two meet and greets in Texas. Um, somebody, one of the one of my moderators came from Arizona. We met up in Texas. Nice. Um, so, and Neon's wife. So about three, three or four, I want to. And how some people amazing that me, does it feel when you realize these people are the same people who they are in the virtual world? You know, there's not like nothing changed. Not, oh man, that's the best. That's the best part. That's the best part because a lot of people are like, oh, you're you're actually the you know you're the same. Uh, yeah, no, not about to get nothing fake. If I if I use profanity on my stream, I'm gonna use it in public. We're gonna right, but it's gonna it's not gonna be like I'm a I'm a great friend. Like like Kevin Gates said, I'm a great friend. I'm not friendly, but I'm truly a great. If we we end it together, we end it to win. I'm not I'm not gonna be fake, right? On no. stream and they'll be like, "Oh, hey guys, you know what's up, buddy?" That totally makes like, sense. You're you're your friends. You do anything for, but you know, random people off the street. You're not gonna like you know give them the shirt off your back per se. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. I've been actually. I've been there. I've been there. I've been, I've, I've given um I've given my shoes. I've taken my shoes off for a homeless man. Nice. I've taken my shoes off because um, I know how it feels to be homeless. That's rough. I, before we came to Texas, um, before uh, I started streaming, I was homeless for like five years. When I when I first started streaming, I was homeless. I was streaming in someone else's house. So it was like, you know, I know how it feels. Right. You've seen it from all different angles. Yeah. So that's why push is like real big to me because it's like, yo, I know where I know how it feels to make $23 an hour. Right. And and not be able to pay for something you've seen both sides of the coin yeah. you've seen so, it when yeah. you know you're gonna make rent as opposed to times you're not gonna make rent when nights when you're gonna be able to eat compared to nights where you're not sure it's like i'm sure it's very eye-opening and i'm sure that yeah. perspective you take it to everything in your life and you're like oh this situation that some people think is the worst thing ever it's not so bad you know we've been there you can do i can handle this it's because if you notice like big. some people when one little thing goes wrong they some people fall through crumble they crumble and and I got and push. I'd be like, yo, if you're about to, I used to post on on um, not, so Instagram every week. I used to post if you feel like you're going through something, you're about to crack. And like if I even on my stream, I say if you're going through something, you need somebody to talk to, push. You know, what I'm saying adaptive mentality, push, persist until something happens. And if you can't get through there, my Discord's open for you. Links in the bio. Holler at me. You know, what I'm saying my moderators have my personal cell phone. If you need somebody to talk to. Hit them up, they'll contact me, and I get it online with you. And we talk. That's I've um, I've done it a couple times. I spoke to a guy that's you know he didn't want to live anymore, and right. I spoke to him about four hours. You that's, know what I'm saying? It those was are like rough conversations morning. to have. I'm like, bro, I got you. I'm like, bro, I got you. I got you. What's in your life that you know that you're happy about? He had kids. I'm like, bro, don't be selfish. Right. Like, don't be selfish. That's a very sticky a- situation. That's a very rough one, especially when kids yeah. are involved. Yeah, that's why. Because I, I had a cousin. Me and him was going through the same thing, and he he took the easier way out. So, I I understand, you know, the mentality. I, yeah, because it's like, oh man, I wish I would have known. Feel me? I wish I would have known he was going through that. Right. I could have helped. You know, I could have been there for him. See, that's the thing is, there's a lot of stigma in our society where some people feel it's weakness to bring up those types of thoughts or feelings or any like kind of hardships they're going to. 
and that's the thing that's just unfortunate like i wish mental health was more accessible and more acceptable like you know some groups you tell them like oh i'm going to therapy and it's not exactly the most warmly receptive thing like therapy bro what's wrong with you yeah Yeah. they look at you different exactly like it was like that way in the military where you're like oh i'm gonna go see psych and then it's like why are you going to psych and then that can actually affect your job it becomes like a big thing when in reality it's probably for the best said person's getting those taken care of long-term health preventive medicine they don't people don't look at it that way they they want to find find the wrong in it and not what's what you're getting good out of it right and see, it's it's funny when that comes into streaming too, because streamers put a lot of themselves out there, and you know they're taking time out of their life to like you know put themselves out there too. So when that's not warmly receptive, or if they're not seeing the results that they think they deserve, or they think that they should be getting, that can lead to all sorts of depression. Like I've noticed that a lot, just like you know cruising people's streams or just Twitch walls. Like how many streamers are actually fairly depressed? It's actually quite alarming. And you know what? I I never paid attention to it until it was brought up to me in a um a chat I was a part of about a week ago, and they were like, "Yeah, I struggle with this." I was like, "Wow, I never knew that was a thing." Because coming from South Central, you have to grow up not allowing anything to bother you, or you either lose your life or you know end up in jail. Right. It's so I I t- I've taken I've taken what I've learned at a young age to how I deal with life. Right. Which is great because those experiences I'm sure have helped you throughout the course of your life. Cause it's a unique experience. Not everybody has grown up like that. So that gives you a very unique perspective when it comes to things moving forward, which is great. Yes. 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 Like turning those, turning a negative situation to a positive thing, having, that tool in your toolbox and then when you encounter you know somebody who's going through something that's not as big as they feel like it could be you know you have that tool be like hey let me me talk to you a little bit so that that puts you in a really unique like place to help people which is super cool and that's that's my biggest thing helping people because i try not to make it make them feel that what they're going through is smaller than what i've gone through i want them to know that you know it is big Right. But we can break it down. Like I tell people, whatever you going through, whatever you want to achieve, whatever you want to get rid of. Everybody played console games and, and, you know, they loved achievements. You know, oh, I got an achievement for getting this high score. Now I got to get another achievement. Okay, put that in a 90 day program, break down in in a 48 hour program, you know, digestible goals. Just so you can get, you know, those small achievements until you break that, you know, you whatever you got and every 48 hours you're getting you know you're getting that oh i did something oh i did something right oh i oh i got that those small achievements add up and then after nine days you know you know you reach what you're going through and you already you know it's not going to be instantaneous but you're working towards it yeah working towards it it's a work in progress see that's that's a cool mindset to have so which brings me to my next thing so somebody who streams with children how hard is it? Like, in, as I know a lot of streamers out there don't have kids. Can you can you tell us like some of the difficulties streaming with children can present, especially young children? Like, I have a one year old daughter, and it's much um, harder than I imagined it would be. It depends on the person, really. If if you if you're okay, and you take your kids outside, and you know people are gonna meet you. Then yes, children shouldn't be a problem with your stream. Right. Your, your children should be a part of it, because um, most people are like, "Oh, it's a business." I get it. 
But if I did something wrong or my kids did something wrong, you're going to you're going to talk about me. Right. You're going to bring me up. So with my kids, if they're in the background yelling, oh, OK, I'm like, hey, hey, guys, or I'll bring my kids on and sit next to me and chop it up with my kids and, and sit here and walk away. Be like, all right, guys, you know, I'm going to uh, step away. I'll let people know, hey, I do have kids. I do have a life outside of my, my broadcast. But I won't let you guys interfere with me dealing with what I have to do as a father. Right, because that's always going to come first. I, the yeah. reason I bring that up is, did you see the the video that went viral of that one streamer who was ignoring her kid and then thought the stream was off and then blew up on her kid? Like, oh, it's just horrible, horrible. Negative. And apparently it's like destroyed. It got, I don't know if she's gotten taken off of Twitch, but it sounds like it's going in that direction and all sorts of terrible stuff. Uh, so, that sucks. Yeah, it's bad. It's one of those things that, yeah, like I have a little baby and she's, you know, it's, it's difficult. She's a little colicky, so, you know, crying and whatnot. Yeah, you put happens. her down. It happens, but it's life. And it one happens. of those things where your stream is, at the end of the day, that's always going to be first priority. Your stream yeah. isn't going anywhere. Your viewers might come in and out, but at the end of the day, that's what's important. Yep, yep. And I, I have a friend that does something like that. He was like, oh, like, I'll be like, yo, guys, yo, do I need to come in there? And, you know, <laughs> you need to be on punishment. I need to, yo, do I need to step away from this? <laughs> Can you not handle yourself? Or we need to have a conversation. You know, go say, I'll say it while I'm streaming. Go sit in the corner. Set a timer. You know, go, go, go sit down. No, definitely, definitely. So, move what are the games that you currently like to play on stream? Because, like, there's some games that I love. But they're not great games to stream because there's some games where I'm so in the game I can't pay attention to chat or things like that. Do you have games that are your favorite to stream and some games you like to play off stream? Um, I play the same game. Um, I I don't play anything other than shooters. I tried New World and um, it was gifted to me, so I had to try it. You feel me? Right. No, but I'm a, I'm like since 2000. Since Halo came out, the first one, I I switched from playing Final Fantasy to just shooters. I haven't been back to anything other than shooters. So if it's a shooter and it feels good, I'll play it. Offline, I'll probably play like Madden because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'll probably play Madden. Um and the Madden community is unforgiving too. Oh, no, they're not, yo. I've I've got this dude destroyed me. He was like, "Bro, you should play something else." I was like, "Come see me in Call of Duty." I can't play Call of Duty. Now you see how it feels. <laughs> right. Now you see how it feels. But so, um, have you played yeah, the just, new Halo? Do you like Halo? No, have you, you played like the new Halo? Halo? Yeah, yeah, I I, I think it's all right, but I can't play it on um, mouse and keyboard. I need a controller. I played on mouse and keyboard, and um, Halo is trash. I'm gonna be honest. It is it's garbage. It's right. it so, feels old. It to me, does it does feel, feel kind of old. old. It's funny you mention that because when I was playing that, I was like, I kind of want to get my 360 out and like turn that on yeah, and see if it, it feels the same. Because it, it does. feels old. I was just like, people were like, oh, I'm all hyped up for it. I'm like, bro, I've been playing video games since since '87. <laughs> I've been playing since '87, bro. This is old. I was like, the games now are faster than this. This is slower than um, Quake. <laughs> it Quake does kind of feel like a reskin in some respects. And it's it, it, strange it how is. the jumping, just like when you jump, it feels like a guy just lofts there forever. It's like, what is happening? It's a drag. They didn't want to make it like Splitgate. 
I'm just be honest. Split gate. Split is gate. A lot of fun. Yeah. And I don't even like Splitgate because it reminded me of Halo and Portal. I was like, I love Portal. <laughs> I just I I stopped playing Halo after Halo Three. I was like, yo, you guys are just doing the same thing. This is boring. It's like nothing new. Call of Duty switched it up. Oh, with Vanguard, yeah. They, they switched it up, and Vanguard's not a switch; it's a reskin. True. It's 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 uh, World at War, two thousand eight. It's a reskin, and I I said that people were like, "Oh, they didn't like the jump packs." I, what was that? Infinity Ward. I liked it because I came from Quake and I came from playing Blacklight Retribution. Okay. Those games you jumped on the wall, Shadowrun, you teleported and jumped on the wall. All the parkour. Oh uh, yeah, um, Brinks. It came out. All those games came out in two thousand eight, which went bankrupt. But nobody knows it was Brinks is. Um, Overwatch. Only Brinks is Overwatch. Just as yeah, it's a little different. It's funny how that works. You get some games that are ahead of their time and they fall flat, and then you have games that feel like they're exact copies and they do well. Exact copy. Like look at Overwatch. Overwatch is a professional esport now. You have lots of people who are super into it and it's making a ton of money. And then you have that other one that was just a few years before the time. Before. And it was and it's the same thing. Take the Pavlo over, and it said the same words, not different. Take the Pavlo to the you you reach the you reach the point. I and wonder, it's just like wow, how many ex employees from that one gaming studio that went over to the one that made Overwatch? I wonder how many of them are like just went over with the same idea. Probably, <laughs> yeah, you know, probably, 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 because um, bring um, what's funny is Shadowrun went out of business. Now I love Shadowrun, and Shadowrun was like before its time teleporting. Um, seeing through walls, right? Doing all sorts of elf. stuff yeah. that you have to cheat now to do. Yeah, elves and stuff. You know, elves, ogres, and you know all the fantasy fight stuff. Yeah, in one game, and that was around uh, uh, what was that? Lord of the Rings, and so you know, you wanted that. You wanted that. You wanted to break from Call of Duty, right? You wanted to break from Call of Duty, and it was third person, and they went bankrupt, and then they made Brinks, then that went bankrupt. And it was just like, all right, they're done. They're done. And then Overwatch like, um, comes out a few years later. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, everybody. and I was like, yo, this game feels familiar to me. I don't even like Overwatch. And then the voice cues um, gave it away, probably. Like, wait a minute, that's yeah. the exact same thing. I was like, that's the same game. I have, and I ha- and I literally still have that game. I still have Brinks. That's awesome. I went online. I went online yesterday and was like, yo, let me type in Brinks. This dude was like, Overwatch is the sickest game out. I was like, Overwatch is the most. Um, Copy game out. <laughs> it's like Overwatch is like the rap game, bro. <laughs> I was like, it's like the rap game. So you, but, um, you mentioned Final Fantasy earlier. What is your favorite Final Fantasy? Ten. Ten. And what about Final Fantasy keeps you back? What, what what about it keeps you coming back to it? I I didn't. I didn't. I got rid of um when like like I was saying earlier when Halo came out. Like I want to. I really want to go get the remastered ten. When Halo came out, I was done with the whole searching around for things, the backpacking games. Right. I, I was just like, yep, because that game reminded me of um, Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Red, yellow, and blue. Right. Instead of running through the grass, grass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reminded me, yo, you're walking around, boom, 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 then you get into a fight. I was like, damn, this reminds me of Pokemon. Okay, I'm going to vibe out with this. I think I put like 2,000 hours in that game. It's quite and a then, few. 
And then Halo came out, and I was like, wow, this reminds me of um, of Goldeneye. Because I, I saw it, I saw it offline before I saw it online. Okay. And I, I played that, you know, for money for a while. And then I saw um I did play Call of Duty on um PC, but I was I was terrible. So I, I wasn't feeling it. I played Call of Duty one and two on PC, and then I found out three was on console, and then I left Halo. Right. Then I left Halo and I was like, all right. And then I became um the number one medic in the world for two and a half years straight. And that's when it was like, all right, cool. Call of Duty's where it's at. You know, Call of Duty's. I was doing um uh tournaments. What is that? What was that called? M man, yeah, MLG. I was doing MLGs and some other tournament. I forgot the name of them. That's a and huge like, title yeah. to have, the number one <laughs> medic in the world. I uh, yeah, because you had classes back right. then. So I remember I, those it was classes. like I, I was grinding like, oh, somebody passed me. Okay, when I get off work, you know, I was working two jobs and still holding the title. And I'm so, like, yeah. What did it feel people, like when you looked at the global leaders and you saw your name right there at the top? Like, what does that right, feel like? Oh, my God. I felt like I was on the eSports team right there. I felt like I was, like, at E3. Like, yeah, the number one medic in the world just, you know. I was like, <laughs> Just yeah. came in the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, man. It it would be it would be chats and people would be like, dude, you you're like the number one for like, how how do you keep the number one for so long? And I played other classes, so it wasn't just playing, uh, medic. I played I I was um, top two hundred as a sniper. Damn. So it you wasn't put, that you I put was a lot of work in. Man. I yeah, it wasn't that I was out there because yeah, I would revive. Man, and I'm telling you, even now people are like, yo, I don't know how you pull these revives off. I'm like, bro, I've been a medic for like 18 years, bro. I have my team in it. You're not going down. You're not. You know, when they came out with Last Stand and all of that, and you, hey, revive me, revive me. I need a medic. Bro, I was there. And then they gave me a different gun other than the shotgun. Oh, come on. It was on. It was over. It was over then. It was over. So what did you ever get into the modern warfare or were you more of a COD player? I did get in Modern Warfare. I played, um, I was in a couple tournaments in Modern Warfare, but um, my, uh, when did, when did uh, Modern Warfare 2 come out? I think my son passed away when Modern Warfare 2 came out and I stopped gaming. Right, which is totally understandable. I stopped gaming after that and it was just like, all right, whatever. I'll play it. I'll play it at the house, you know, queuing by myself. I don't think I got back into gaming like with people until ghosts i think that was probably like six years later okay which totally makes sense i mean something like that like i would imagine you would be taking quite a long break especially when you have like yeah. a community and people who are wanting to talk to you because like when you experience yeah. a loss like that everybody wants to talk to you about it and it's not something you really want to talk about you know yeah then you get people that like come back after a while and they're like oh how's your son i heard you had you know so it was just like uh you're just yeah. reopening that wound yeah, every like, single fuck, time man. So I was just like, yeah, I just went dark for um for a couple of years. And then my brother was like, bro, I know you've been playing all the Call of Duties. Black Ops um, 1, 2, 3, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2, but you're not playing with us. I'm like, bro, I'm, don't worry about it. And then Ghost came out. And I, and I got injured. Um, I went to go dunk on somebody. And, In real um, life. Yeah, I went to go dunk on somebody in, at the gym and I twisted my ankle. 
He, I was just making sure you weren't like dunking on somebody on 2K and you broke your thumb no. or something. <laughs> nah, in real life, he um he he stuck his foot in front of my in front of me, so I my ankle touched the floor and I snapped oh. it and I snapped it on both sides, and I snapped um I had a hairpin fracture in my foot. That sounds horrible. Did they did they do anything to it? Did they put you in like a brace? Did they put a pin in there? Just put a brace. There's like yo, just don't. I couldn't walk for six months. I had to learn how to like walk and flex my foot. Um, and they said if you wasn't a heavy um, uh, power lifter or um, Olympic weightlifter, you would have your the muscle around your ankles wouldn't be as strong, and it would have snapped. Oh. So it didn't break. It just had hairpin fractures on um in like four or five places. But so the muscle building you did previous saved it from being much worse. Yeah, because I, I lifted I lifted weights before that. I lifted weights for like seventeen years. So that self care paid dividends in the yeah. long run, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Because it's crazy yeah. when you have an injury like that because you lose muscle mass, you gain a little bit of weight because you're not as active, and then like Shit, it's crazy I when you the, stand back up and you're fun. like it's not there. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. It was just terrible. I, I that year I had two injuries. Um, well, one was in the comp during the competition right before that. Actually, it was right after when I tried to make a comeback, and I was just like, I'm done. I um, I had dropped a hundred kilos on the back of my neck. Oh no, that sounds during the snatch. During the snatch, I dropped a hundred kilos on the back of my neck, and another guy. Um, and I walked away from it. I ended up. It was at. The, it was my first lift too, and I ended up finishing the, the competition. I was in uh, Cal State Games, um, competing in San Diego, and I finished the competition um, like an hour or two later. But I had like a sore neck. But my my traps were so big, it it, it like took some of the impact. Right. Um, a, a young man, I think his name is Jared. Two days later, did the exact same thing with a hundred with 225 pounds oh. and it's paralyzed um till it's till this day and people um Crazy. that knew me was like bro you're lucky you're lucky i mean if that was a millimeter to the right left or up down yeah. that could have been a completely yeah. different story yep see that's yeah, one of those actually, things in life it, it's crazy it how was little things it was actually if the video you look at it, it was actually like a guillotine Oh. The way it dropped on me, it was actually like a guillotine. So it was just nothing but neck. And it's on video, so you can relive it. Oh man, I would yeah. hate to relive something like that. Yeah. Because when I when I looked at it, I was just like, "Damn, bro, I almost lost my life that day." So was it like a car accident? Like the next following days? I know you said you were sore, but did it feel worse, or was it not so bad? Um, it wasn't. It, it the next day, it was just stiff. It was just like, yo, I can't feel this whole side of my my neck. And so I went, um, I immediately went to, um, I paid like a couple of racks to go sit in the uh, chiropractor's office. Get an adjustment. And I, knew, I knew a sports, um, like the dude that worked on all the athletes at um, the CrossFit games, he worked on my neck. And I'm like, yo, I, you know, I need what you did for the first tournament. I need, you know, I need that. Right. He was like, it's going to cost you. It was like seven fifty visit. Ooh, that's a lot. And I was like, I was like, yo, my life is very, you know, in, it's a, worth in your it. hands right now. You know, so seven fifty, I got you. Hey, let's go. Right. And it was in two visits. It was two visits, but I was still, you know, moving around, neck, you know, no problem. I did lose some range of motion, but hey, I didn't, I didn't, I was, I was able to walk after that. So I was, it was a blessing. Being in a competition, 
and like you know getting all pumped up for it i imagine adrenaline paid a oh, major no, role dude, in saving yourself dude. from that pain bro tell me because when we got oh oh my god i was in pain the adrenaline went away i i was i was like oh 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 this side of my neck i can't you know how you sleep on your necks wrong and then you just, just can't horrible. turn yeah just just times that by like a hundred and it was just like oh, oh. It, it was to the point that you couldn't i couldn't smile or like sneeze or anything that makes sense That's because those muscles are connected to like it was just terrible bro i was just sitting there and i would just try to <laughs> Well, I bet That's coughing sneezing. and sneezing was poor. Uh, it's like when you break a rib to, almost, only way uh, worse. Yeah. I was trying not to do nothing because I, I know um, one of the CrossFitters back in 2015 had like something similar. And if she would have sneezed, she would have paralyzed herself. So I was up there really, <laughs> really taking it like, yo. That's gnarly. I'm not going to do none of this. I'm not going to. I'm just going to. You know, live life without coughing and sneezing. Can you imagine that being one sneeze away from paralyzation? That's just—I can't even it, think about that. It, it's insane. It was—it was, was rough. Was—was was that the worst injury you sustained in uh, your your fitness? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that would be the worst because the ankle was—you know—it's just an ankle, but the, right. the neck paralyzing it would be different. That's a whole—that's a whole different layer of just like you know debilitating. And it's yeah, crazy it was... the things we take for granted every day. Like, you notice that after you have an injury like that. Like, when I broke my collarbone, I was like, oh, wow, having an arm is amazing. <laughs> but, like, yeah. going through something broke... like that, like, looking left, right, up and down, I'm sure you don't take for granted. Negative. Yeah, man, it was it was rough. It, and my brother broke his collarbone, so I, I know. Oh, it like, sucks. I was like, bro, you can't lift your arm up that high? No, nah, man, I can't do nothing on that side. I when I snapped both my wrists in a uh, clean and jerk, I couldn't hold the pencil. Oh. So I, it was in the in the job I was doing at the time. I was cleaning cleaning um, gyms and the nightclub. So a lot of wrist so, movement. So it was all wrist moving. So I was up there trying to clean with my forearm and my um, the crease of my elbow. It was just like yo, I'm gonna do this like, and I snapped both wrists. It wasn't just one. Oh. <laughs> it was both. That's rough. So you couldn't even favor one because they're just both nah, equally yeah. useless. Both, yeah, done. It was both done. And I and I went to that the same guy. That's who I went to first when he did my wrist. Then he did my neck. Right. And it come to find out it had nothing to do with my wrist. It was my hips. So now that that's in the rearview mirror, do you still have problems with range of motion, or is it mostly back now? It's range of motion, not a problem. It's only range of motion I lost is in my ankle. Okay. Okay. Well, that's one of those things where it could be so much worse. <laughs> like, you yeah. just look at everything in the hindsight and you're like, I'm so lucky. Yes, yes, yes. Because I, like, I could have lost my, you know, I could have been paralyzed. You could have been paralyzed. Been paralyzed. Yeah. You could have no motion really in your neck. Your hands could yeah, have nerve numbness, damage, nerve damage. Exactly. There's so many things that it could have gone in those directions so easily so the yeah. fact that it didn't is just another thing that you can just look back on and be like you know get a little bit of like you know clearance on that and be like look it could be so much worse like yep. that's the yep. cool thing about these situations so you turn a negative into a positive because i know some people who've been through similar experiences and it's just the whole time it's like always oh, me poor me and they don't learn anything from it and yeah you can't be you can't be Exactly. Like you, if you want to turn anything into a learning experience, positive or negative, you can. But it's if you allow it to become one. 
Yep, you got to, you had to be willing to. So, when back in the modern warfare era when you were playing that, how satisfying was sniping in modern warfare compared to COD? Uh, it was different. Drop. It's so yeah, different. It, it was it was it was a it was a it's just to hit somebody cuz you would man, I I remember trying um jumping out of uh buildings and clipping people. And I, I didn't know nothing about YouTube at that time. It was crazy. It was just crazy. I, I had a shit ton of videos. It was the satisfying. You, it was like that one time when you, you know, you get that girl, she give you the number, and you tried all that time, and she, you, you didn't think you was going to get it. Right. And then you finally get it, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. When you hit those, it's a, it's yeah. that hooray time. It's that Willy Wonka, Charlie it, finds it, the golden ticket moment. Golden. Yeah, yeah. You just want to yeah, run home I, and tell everybody. Like, yo, like, yeah. Like, you just wanted, like, a, a million bucks. Right. It, it, those are those moments that just make gaming worth it. So, yeah. you said that you were gifted New World, and it wasn't your cup of tea, per se. So, what about New Ooh. World didn't hit it for you? Was it just more of a, like, the grindingness of leveling and the quest types? Just kind of boring? Um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that it was boring. The only thing I, I did like about it, because I'm I'm more of a community kind of guy. We gotta, you know, I'm not gonna play this by myself. Right. You, it's not. That's not gonna happen. You had a big group uh, coming. Yeah, get a yeah, tag. yeah. It was like, yeah, let's go, let's do this. Uh, my brother got on like that. I don't play games with my brother because he played games like that. Right. So it was like, all right, cool. I can play. You know, I can play a game with my brother. And then the other guy I was running with, the one that gifted it to me, Prince Rice. Um, he gifted it. His brother. On. so it was like all right cool it's like a family thing right it and became a family like, affair yeah it, 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 and then like his co-worker like one of his co-workers got on and it was just like all right cool another co-worker so it was just like everybody knew everybody that was riding in the game but the whole walking thing was killing me yeah it was killing me i, see, I was yeah. like bro i'm not about to walk a hundred uh, kilometers that way and then have to come back bro no this is boring bro right that's, that's like, why world of warcraft had mounts so you wouldn't oh, have to deal with all that you could ride a horse there yeah. and get there somewhat faster and and i think that's why i didn't play that game because it was i felt it was just too much of you got to do this i have to do i have to go it, i felt like it was like sims on steroids it kind of feels like real life like oh great now i yeah. gotta go to target i gotta go, I gotta go yeah, get some milk yeah. or whatever i gotta i was like i can't do the whole live uh, live my life and then go live another life online live a virtual just, life yeah. yeah i just like i can't man i was like especially man, when your virtual like, life is doing way cooler shit than your yeah, person in real you, life you know you're leveling up a lot faster like damn man like, it's like i'm not an astronaut in real life this sucks yeah. <laughs> and so that that was my thing, man. But I that the walking just was like, nope, mm -mm. right? Or is this watching fan. people fish for hours and be like, dude, like, <laughs> why? Like, man, it was just like I was chopping wood for like a whole hour. It was like, bro, what are you doing? I'm getting my wood game up, bro. None of y'all, what, what level are you on on your wood game? I'm on like three. I'm at fifty, bro. You know what I'm saying? You you over here fighting? I've been over here carving up animals. Picking up every lead, I, bro. I couldn't do it because I'll be, I, I'll get sidetracked. We would never, I never completed mission because I was doing something else. It just felt like people in that game were going full or not at all. There's no in between. Yeah. It's either you got to commit it, everything to it or just walk away. And I and I chose to. Well, I gave it seven hours the first day it dropped, and I was like, 
bro. For seven hours, we did nothing. How long did it take for you to get into the lobby? Was there a really crazy wait time for you? The first day, because I, I did play it twice. The first day, it was like a queue of like 3,000. Like, you're number 3,000 and something. I was like, shit, I'm about to go uh, edit some video. <laughs> like, this is going to take all day. Back. This is going to be a minute. I, I had a friend that had a... Um, he got in queue from his cell phone before he clocked out. Smart. And I was like, wow. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't either. I was like, bro. Love. I was like, but I'm not going to play this that long. He's like, why not? I was that's like, how you oh, get I a know. wood game of 5,000. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know I'm not going to play this. Because I told my brother, I was like, bro, I wouldn't even be killing people. I wouldn't even be doing all that. I'd be over there cooking and selling my stuff. For you know, for the expensive you know prices, because people are not about to you know be out there yeah, cutting up wood. Your character would be over here setting up an Etsy shop. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all sorts of crazy shit. It would be because that I was selling stuff when I when I first started. He was like, "Bro, where'd you? How'd you get that much money, bro?" I sold I sold this uh this piece of wood that you this little it was a, it was like a diamond that you couldn't get unless you had a high level. And I, he was like, bro, you sold that? I was like, yeah, bro, I can go get another one. <laughs> <laughs> These people can't. They have to put hours into it. Right, you I'm just happen to come across it, and you're like, hey, that's easy gold. I'll take it. Yeah. I was like, yep. Bing. Right. So, but you never played, like, World of Warcraft or any of those type of Ever. games similar. When World of Warcraft was out, I was playing um, fighting games in Call of Duty. Okay. I was, I was, doing, I was doing fighting tournaments. What kind of fighting from, games are you doing? Like Street Fighter or uh, I didn't do I did um Marvel versus Capcom three classics. and Ultimate and Ultimate and I did um I don't know if you know Guilty Gear. No it's a uh, I have not a, heard of Guilty Gear actually. Um I I played against Justin Wong in the tournament. Wow. I played against Justin Wong in the tournament. Did you did you beat um, Justin? No, I tried. I tried so hard. He was he was frame trapping me, it was, couldn't do it. But um it's a... It's a different. It's it's a different. It's about frame traps. It's a. It's it's like I don't know if you ever heard of Blas Blas Blue. I have That's not. another fighting game. Yeah. So I I left shooters to to um enter in the fighting tournament. Right. And you played and some against some huge names. Like, yeah, I played. I played against a bunch of people. Like and we. It was it was home tournaments. It wasn't even big tournaments. They were at, at like people's house. Like yo, Justin's gonna be here at at K like Blue's house. All right, bet I'm there. I'm coming. And this was this for money or bragging rights or both? Just bragging rights. It's just like, you know, putting it on YouTube. They were putting it on YouTube. You know, like, oh, oh look, I I did this. And then, oh, what tournament you're signing up for? And we would just go to, like, people's house and be, like, 100 people in a tournament. That sounds and incredibly in fun. House. That almost sounds it like a just, car meetup, only for in one guy's yeah. house for, like, games. Yeah, yeah, for game. Yep, same thing. Same thing. It, it was just, oh, hey, wh where are you going next? Where's the next tournament? And people were just dropping in the um it was the uh the forums, shayukin.com and stuff like that. Right. Who was your fighter of choice in the Marvel versus Capcom? Marvel? I mean, yo. <laughs> um in Ultimate in the regular one, uh Marvel versus Capcom three, because I didn't play the other two because it was a it was just uh, I was in Call of Duty at the time, so I really wasn't right. You were you were pot committed to Call of Duty. Yeah. It's hard to put um, so much effort into so many different games. Most people seem to like pick one main and then, you know, branch off of that. And I tried to do both. And then it was just like, all right, that's when my son had passed. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just do fighting games because I don't have to go online. 
Right. Makes sense. So um, I ended up using Hagger and Sentinel and Striker. No, not Striker. What's do Wesker. Wesker. I never used a Wesker. And then when they came out with Ultimate uh, versus uh, Marvel, I went from Hagger to one of my favorite was Nemesis. Like, he was my main. Nemesis was my main. A dirty noodle. He was getting it. <laughs> he was getting it. Did you have your own arcade stick made, or were you just a controller player? I was in control. I tried the arcade stick, but because... I had I had injured myself with my wrist. I couldn't do it. Right. I, I was gonna do it. ask if the injury for the wrist was before or after yeah. fighting games. Fighting games is like all wrists. It was in the it was in the middle of it. It was in the middle of it. It was in the middle. So I couldn't. Um, they then they came out with a um, something called a hitbox. It looks like a um, a Go LXR. Okay. It looked like a Go LXR, but um, it had a directional pad and the buttons. Instead of using a joystick, you would tap like you would tap like the the D pad right. on there, but you had to be real fast with your hand to make it work. You had to be real real fast, and um, I was terrible at typing, so that didn't work. Um, I'm just picturing so, you with like two like fully braced wrists trying to get it. <laughs> you know, so that it didn't work, and I was just like, all right, cool. Um, that's why I never went back to um, really didn't go back to um, playing on keyboard, mouse and keyboard. Cause my wrist started hurting because right. um, I was real big into black light retribution. Do you, uh, do you do any wrist game. stretches before you play now? Or do you just go in? Yeah. No, nah, I, I I'll, I'll stretch. I'll stretch before I go in. I'll stretch even while I'm playing. Like if I'm dead, I, that's my time to, you know, there I'll, I'll shout cast what's going on or I'll, um, I'll stretch, get up, get some yeah. water. Cause I, I'm dead. And I'll let, I'll let everybody know, Hey guys, I'm gonna go to the restroom, get some water or do whatever. For any of the oh, younger wow. people listening, stretch. Anytime you can, stretch your wrists because the older you get, the less cooperative oh, those wrists will become. <laughs> True. Keep them healthy. True. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, like everybody over 30 is apparently a boomer. Us boomer gamers. <laughs> yeah, right? Our wrists yeah. like to give out a little bit. I can't be busting out those crazy flicks without a stretch here and there. Yes, it took me like the first time I got on it. I was like, "Oh, my wrist hurt, bro." I was like, I gave it like thirty minutes, and I was like, "Yeah." And then Blood Hunt came out, and I was like, "Bro, I want to play that." It's, like, it's only on mouse and keyboard. I was like, "What?" I plugged my controller up anyway, <laughs> and it didn't work. What is it your favorite thing about Blood Hunt? Because Blood Hunt's a fun game. I love watching Blood Hunt. <sighs> Man, my favorite thing is the fast pace. It is the fast, fast pace. And uh, abilities, like everybody, nobody's gonna be the same when you fight somebody. Like in Call of Duty, you know everybody's gonna do the bunny hop, and, you know, slide cancel. And you even you know, know what weapons they're usually yeah, going yeah, in yeah. with because the yeah, metas yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, but blood hunt, blood hunt, different. blood hunt. None of that shit matter. <laughs> Excuse my language. None of uh, that matters. You can swear all you want. This is an excuse. <laughs> no. this is, yeah, you can swear all you want, man. That's all. Yeah. None of that. None of that matters because. Once you once you get a gun, you can you can body somebody with a pistol and use your abilities. It's all about um it, it's it's like a fighting game to me. So it's mostly game it's, sense. Yeah, it's 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 more to just shooting. Yeah, it's it, you got to really be on it. And if you're not, somebody can you can you can shoot somebody in their back and get them to 10 health 
But if your game awareness, I, I say awareness, because once somebody does their ability, they can be above you or behind you or still in front of you and you and they can fake you out. And it's just so it happens so fast and they'll, you know, end up on Twitter like I did the other day. <laughs> so um, I just love this, this, the pace of the game and what can be done in it. it sucks that they're closing it down. Yeah, I heard some rumors about them closing it down. Did they make that official? Is it an official statement? Yeah, it's a, going it's an official statement. They're they're they're, you know, uh, I don't know if you played Fortnite when it first came out before they I, dropped I, it. I I, I I dabbled. I wasn't like super in it, but I remember pl- turning it on now and again and just like getting destroyed because I was bad at building. Okay, so before Fortnite came out for the the multiplayer. They dropped it as a birthday gift. And like you can, you buy it, you can gift it to a friend, and it was only the PVE version. Okay. And then they they took it down and they re-released it with the battle royale. So I feel like that's what they're gonna do with this game, is they're gonna fix all the problems that they've been having with people, you know, hacking and all the issues, and drop it with you know anti-cheat and a better server, and then we can go from there because um, they had a battle pass, so they know. They're going to make some money off of it. Right. They know it's, it's a profitable it's game. It's a profitable yeah. franchise. So they'd be silly to ignore it. Yeah. Cause I, I left Warzone for that game. So the state of play, would you say there's a lot like how, how many of your games would you say are cheating? Like if you had to give it a percentage, like one in every 10, two in every five, like what would you say the cheating is in blood hunt? Mm, or is it kind of hard in... to tell? It's, I'll probably say like one in like probably like three fifty. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's not, not really, terrible. Not really. Nah, nah, it's not. No, nah. you you like know if the where it feels like cheating. every other game is cheater filled. See, I didn't have that issue with COD, and I don't have a problem with. Che- I don't have nothing against cheaters. You know, right. you cheat because you, you can't. You can't. You can't beat certain people. I get it. I just don't like campers, bro. <laughs> I, I prefer one cheater in the lobby. Than a hundred campers, I really do. So somebody hanging just, out in a farmhouse, like yeah, guarding just a waiting, buy station. Yeah, bro, come on, man, that that is so like why? That actually what, was what? going to answer my next question: is what is your biggest pet peeve in gaming? And I think bro, we found I it. Hate, I think we found. I hate it. campers with the passion, bro. That makes me like that. That was a other than Blood Hunt coming out. I would have left Call of Duty if I'd seen some more campers, because. I, I just can't, man. What makes it good to sit there for 18 minutes? I can see if you camp and you just win every time. Right. But I see campers, they sit there for like 12, 13 minutes getting their first fight and die. It's like, bro. And then if the circle's gonna... outside of that, they're kind of screwed. They're, yeah, and it's just like, bro, why? What? What? Why did you get online to sit in, a, in one location for so long? And I don't get the people who do that on stream and like people are watching them do this. They're like, how is this I, fun I'm to confused. watch? I, bro, I said the same thing when one of my guys was like, yeah, man, we're going to go over here. He was like, I'm going to show you how I got 390 wins. I was like, yeah, but your KD is like 1.2. I mean, I mean, 0. 0.2. Right. Bro, you have you, you, you get like one kill every 30 games. But he wins that one game. Yeah. And he's like, bro, it's all about winning. I was like, it depends on how you look at it. I was like, then that comes down to what kind of content we want to provide. Right. Do I want to provide, hey, I got I got a thousand wins, guys. Okay, cool. 
Like my brother tried to get me to watch Ion. I think that's his name. Because he had, he was like, he oh bro, he had like a thousand wins when Call of Duty first came out, right? And I was like, yeah, but he camps, bro. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not being proactive <laughs> I, in his wins. Like, I was yeah, like, he might bro, have a win, but kind of. I was like, bro, I walk in circles and like I get bored just sitting there. It's just like, bro, my I think my computer screen would cut off because right. we just sit there for inactivity. You have a screensaver yeah. pop up. <laughs> like, hey, what? Like, come on, and so. It's it's real big to like, you don't have to drop a lot of kills. My my thing is, enjoy the game, yeah, and do, and, and just do you. But what kind of content at the end of the day? What kind of content and you're trying to put out and who you're trying to reach? Because if you put out a content and you sitting in the corner, what do you think is gonna come from that? Like unless you're a gifted comedian, like you're a Louis. I mean, yeah. if you're like you know like. <laughs> If you are like a don- yeah, if your commentary is on point, it, maybe that's. I mean, what else are you doing right there other than sitting there and your character looking at their watch? Like, unless you're like it's nothing a, after that. Yeah, it's. I, I can't imagine. Uh, what's that guy named? Um, Spark something Spark. I think it's Tony Sparks. Tony his commentary is yeah. Oh yeah. Tony Sparks. Yeah, I, I remember seeing his videos. He, he makes some good TikTok videos. Yeah, so his you, commentaries are legit. You said you did some TikTok earlier in the thing, and then what kind of TikTok videos do you like to make? Do you like to make comedy sketches? Do you like to do real life things like advice? Like, what kind of TikTok channel oh, are man. you putting out? I'm, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. So it's it, a kind of variety. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's basically based off the comments. Um, I was doing editing videos, how to edit your TikToks. I did. Um, for the big guys that can't cook or actually it wasn't big guys that can't cook. I had a, a moderator that didn't know how to cook and he ate McDonald's every day. Oh, and so I rough. did, uh, I think I did like seven videos, like a whole series of, um, gamer, uh, meals for gamers. Okay. I did that. Um, I did a couple commentaries over, um, somebody's video. Like I'll watch their video. And I'm like, Oh, let's see what he's going to do here. He has a gun. I'll do some shout casting on that. Shoutcasting is a lot of fun. I'll do why you're bad at the game and why you 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 know what what your skin says about you. Um, a lot of editing videos. I did a lot of editing videos. Did a lot of promoting other streamers. Now, when um, you pro- edit, like, do you find it a tedious process or do you enjoy it? Because I know people I, who absolutely despise editing, but it's a needed thing. And I know people who love it. Like, where do you fall? I enjoy I enjoy editing. Um, I just I just have so much content. It's just kind of hard to keep up. Because right. I, I have I have like because when I first started, I wasn't working, so I was pumping out 120 hours a month of just you know hours of, of content. content. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot like, of stuff to backtrack. To edit. And it's just like, uh, it's just like, all right, we're gonna just scrap this whole folder. Boom, these whole this five. I I literally got rid of like two thousand gigs. That's a lot and of content. Like, Forget it. I'm gonna just start over. That's almost and a full time job going back and relooking. Yeah, at all and then editing, and then I started with Athena Scope just for like small clips, and then I was like, man, my that video looked like this guy, so I started putting myself in it. And then I was just like, yeah, this is boring. I don't like this. I was like, let me make some different edits. 
So in your content, do you ever look back at the older videos that you put out like years ago and then look at the stuff you currently are putting out and just be like, wow, I've grown a lot from it. Or do you laugh at it? Yeah. Be like, what was oh, I thinking? Oh man, I did. We, we did. We, we, um, I took them to a channel that like, that's not associated with my name that right. I created years ago when I was playing Call of Duty. I was like, bro, look at the quality. This was on VHS, man. This is when you had to plug the three the three cords at the back of the uh right. computer put it on channel uh, three yeah i was like man this is called and it was um it was me doing a um bouncing a tomahawk off the wall and i was like bro i was nasty i just didn't promote it you know i didn't promote it well and i was like but the quality is terrible oh my gosh the quality is terrible because that's how some of the bigger like, orgs got started like phase started because they were just kids who were cracked who posted crazy clips back in the day when that yeah, was like and new I, it's crazy because i was in fighting games at that time so i didn't even look at i didn't uh look at phase until i think uh fortnite uh probably yeah, I want to say probably Fortnite. The fighting yeah, game I, scene I is more based back. on the individual. Be like, oh, there's so yeah. and so. That guy's huge. And there's blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, yeah. hey, Optic and FaZe and guys like that. Oh, yeah. Or teams like that, I should say. Or Cloud9. You know, you name it. There's so many orgs out there. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, in Texas, man. Huh. In Texas. Ooh. Ton of them. Oh, I'm sure. Well, it's a huge state. Like, just driving through Texas will take you a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Man, tell me about it. I, f I found that out the hard way. Going to see Soberno. <laughs> Texas is one of those states that's like deceiving because you're driving, you're driving forever, you don't see much, and then you come up to a town, you're like, oh, a town, and it's a ghost town. And you're like, how? What? This is like a modern place, but there's nobody around for yeah, miles. Nothing. Yeah. It's it's a weird experience driving through Texas. It's almost as weird as driving through New Mexico, where the only thing you get to see is some mountainsides and some tumbleweeds. <laughs> oh, and turquoise billboards. Lots of Man. turquoise. Gotta take it. Gotta try about So, being in Texas, are you taking advantage of uh, having so many sports near you? Like, you have the Cowboys, you got the Rangers, you have, you name it. You got so many college football teams. Do you go to any of the sporting events out there? Uh, you even have the Dallas Stars if you're into hockey. Um, Mark, we... I think we went to go see the Globetrotters when they came out here. Okay. But nope, nope. Mainly been uh, if I'm here, um, my kids they want to make content too, so we working on that. Nice. But um, in the near future, yeah, we're gonna be starting to go go places. What kind of games are they into for content? Or are they more like the comedy skit content? Um, my kids are into my son's into any shooter. My daughter's into Hello Neighbor. Um. He plays fighting games, uh, but sheesh, she loves the whole content, like comedy content where like fall guys or something where you like knocking your teammates off and yeah. you know, sabotaging the team. She likes that kind of stuff. So th th that is fun content to make, which is funny because like we spoke on earlier, <laughs> that one guy pretty much wrote you off because he thought you team killed him. <laughs> now yeah, there's a man, whole just, amount of content geared towards that. <laughs> geared towards that. It's just like, wow. Like uh, COD driving uh, driving one of those vehicles off the map on Reverb Island or on knocking purpose. on purpose or knocking <laughs> your purpose. team off the ledge and then slime climb on Fall Guys. Yep, yep, yep. I had I had um where you where um I had to um hold one of my teammates was one of the um 
one of my things for my chat. He was like, yo, hold your teammate, make him fall, and I'll give you gift you, you know, two subs. I'm like, all right, bet. It's like ten bucks. <laughs> you're it's <laughs> <you're, you're, laughs> on. Bet. This guy's going to <laughs> we, we fell off. He was like, bro, I could have got my first crown. My bad. It's like we'll get that crown, but ten dollars yeah. are forever. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, better luck next time. <laughs> so after that, every time he saw me, he would pull on me. He would pull on me. He was like, yeah, you remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. I was like, all right, man. All right, I got you. But yeah, my 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 thing is all shooters, man. Right. No, I totally hear that. Shooters are. I mean, it's kind of ingrained in us. We grew up with shooters. You got to see shooters from the ground up. You saw shooters when the the best of the best was Goldeneye, and now you're at yeah, that stage where it's so different. People people don't realize shooters even started before that. I played Duck Hunt. Oh, that's right, Duck Hunt. And then the funny thing about Duck Hunt that I didn't even know is a thing. Apparently, if you plugged in another controller, the other controller you can control the duck. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was just like right, you know, yeah, pre-animated. Right, you can move it. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, you can move him, and he, yeah. And then you have that, that stupid little dog pop up and laughing right. at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skeet was... shooting and all that, man. I, that was that's where I started. I was like, yep, I want to do shooters, man. I want to that big weird shoot. orange pistol, dude classics yeah and then golden eye after golden eye um they remade they remade a new game and it was the same exact game same maps reskin called perfect dark oh i remember perfect dark and that was my game and i was like yep i would never play anything you know crash bandicoot um other than twisted metal oh <laughs> twisted, twisted metal, metal is still my other favorite than, battle yeah. royale other than, and I didn't even know that was a battle royale back then, and I love Twisted Metal. How cool would it be is if Twisted Metal came back with a massive map, and they were like, "Yeah, hundred players, <laughs> Twisted Metal, oh, let's go!" Bro, oh, that would be I, I, I would be on that one. That, that would be amazing because I, I love Twisted Metal. Give you the ability to it. make your own car, customize your car, do whatever you want to it. If you want to be Sweet Tooth, be Sweet Tooth. If you want to make yeah. your own adventure, be do your own thing. Give people that That'd ability. Be amazing. I think yeah, I'd be cool. man. Is it if they did it? If they did it like, uh, um, what's that game? What's that? Uh, Dub City, where you could drive around and you yeah. shoot up the car and stuff. Yeah, man, that would be cool. But they would have to make it so it's not pay for play, because you know you'd get those one guys who buy like the battle <gasps> yeah, pass the and get like the, the super good spikes or whatever. Yeah, that that would suck. That would suck. They, some games need to stop that. I, Blood Hunt don't do that. That's what you know. That's the cool that's thing what, about Blood Hunt. That's a yes. They don't do pay these to play. Studios they make so much money off the base game, and then also the stuff on the side. Like you know, certain skins and games give you an advantage. Like I'm always hearing about people who complain about the rose skin because it makes you darker than the environment, so it's easier to blend in, easier to miss you. And then you know, some people complain that the hitbox on certain skins is different when they should all be the same. There's always gonna be that little it, pay yeah. for play inched in there because you know they want to make their money yeah the hitbox things man that's been that's classic right everybody you see everybody running a female because her hitbox is smaller or even in rocket league when it comes to certain cars be like oh i'm not gonna buy that skin because i hate the hitbox on like the dominus or whatever as opposed yeah, to the I, octane one game i've never one game i never I, I got i played probably one game rocket league I think I played one game of Rocket League. It was it was a. Um, it's a very hey, strange you, game. I'll give you this to play Rocket League tomorrow. Bet. 
I mean, there's Bet. just no game like it. Like, I can't name any other game where you have a rocket-powered car and you're playing soccer or anything even remotely similar to that. So there's, like, no frame of reference. So it's either you jump into that I, game fresh or not at all. Yeah, I was just like, uh, uh. And I was like, yeah, no, it's gonna take me. A, it's gonna take a while for me to learn it. This game been out for a while. It's too late. Right. I was like, There's already late. people who are so insanely good at the game. It's like that echelon is almost unreachable at this point. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Just to think about. I that think that's. Game. I probably. I probably download that for my son because he does. He be talking about. I need a car that can boost. Probably download oh, that for. That would be the game. Oh man. So we're coming up on our time frame. So I'm going to ask the question I love to ask the most. Is there anything that you would tell somebody who's new to streaming or new to gaming or new to any kind of content creation? What is your parting words of advice? What would you tell that person to help them along their way? The numbers do not matter right now. Your viewership doesn't. Just keep pushing. It's like that quote from Field of Dreams. That community, build it. The views will come. I love that. That's actually very well put and very simple. So at this time, do you have any like sponsors? Do you have any codes you want to put out? Is there anybody you'd like to thank along the way? Like This is your time to put out anything you would like. No codes. No um, sales words. Yo, bless up. I appreciate you guys. Um... Sober and all, <laughs> yo. Sober and all. I would, yo. That, that is uh, somebody that has pushed me to continue to create different kinds of content, and he pushed me and he was like, "Bro, you should sign up. You should come check us out. You know, you watch me. They're they're great." Because I always was like, "Yo, how'd you get that?" Should I talk to him. Um, eh, should I should I put it in? Nah, nah. It took me probably a year. It took me like a year to um, reach out to you guys. It took me a year. I was like, ah, no. Nah. I play Call of Duty. You got you got Soul. Then you got uh, Miss Guru. I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we got. Some, you don't need a, don't need a third. Really you don't need a third Call of Duty player. <laughs> but I'm super happy that you decided to roll the dice on us because you bring that unique perspective. You're a very awesome content creator. I've jumped into a few streams just to lurk to see, you know, the feel before I interview because I don't like to know too much about said person when I interview them because I like to learn it as I go. But yeah, what I've seen, been a big fan of, man. And I'm really happy that you have such a positive message to push out. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, it's no worries. And anytime you want to come back or anytime that you would like to guest host somebody, you know, just let me know. Maybe we'll get you on the podcast. Or if you want to start a podcast of your own, I'd be more than happy to show you everything that I know along the way that helped me. And like, you know, okay. any kind of programs and things like that. And if we do start running tournaments again, we'll get you in there as a guest host for the tournaments. Because I know you were talking about shout casting and doing that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I would love that, man. Uh, especially the podcast and the shout casting. That, that's where my content has been going. Because I haven't, I haven't been posting videos of me, like, body and teams. It's like, all right, everybody's doing that. Right. What, what am I bringing that's different? That unique voice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, let me just bring me and how I see what's going on from my perspective, Absolutely. and 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 just bring it out there. And I, and I saw uh, the other day. Um, I just fell on this guy that um, AJ Green with the E at the end of it. 
and I and I consumed a lot of his videos the other day, and I was like, wow, he's shoutcasting football, and it's just like his Hilarious. comedy. Yeah, I was like, wow, this dude's oh, funny. I'm is like, that the dude who like screams and he's just talking mad shit the whole time, and it's hilarious. And he'd be like, ah, wee wee. <laughs> he'd be like, wah <laughs> I've seen yeah, these so, videos. They're great. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, yep, that's exactly how. I want to. That's what I. That's the community I want to bring the cod, and to shooters because it's only in sport. And there's definitely a there's there's a space for it, man. That's a that's a spot that I have not seen fulfilled yet. So yeah, I, like I would love to see you fill that niche and to get those views and to create that comedy because the world needs more comedy. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody, it's a dark place right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. There's a lot of dark stuff. Place. Put a smile on your face. Exactly, because yeah. at the end of the day. All we got to each other. That's it. And with that, Casa Comms, we're going to see you guys next time. Have a good one.